Hello, and welcome to the Persephone program for January 8th, 2021. How are you today? Wow, what an intense week this has been. Uh, I don't need to tell you how like shocking and intense and just um, in many ways, I mean, I don't want to say completely out of the blue, but surprising the events of this week have been and um, the, you know, the breaching um, of the security that we all, some semblance of security that we all felt in terms of, you know, the safety of our uh, governmental you know, um, process. Um, but I think that through all of this, I'm hoping that some change comes and, uh, I think that it will. So for those of you that are having a hard time that are listening to this, uh, believe, you know, this is, this is for you. This podcast is for you and it's all about Uranus or as some people call him, Uranus or Uranus, uh, like the Ouroboros. Uh, I want to talk about Uranus today, and I'm going to quote from one of my absolute favorite books um, about Uranus from the amazing Jeffrey Wolf Green. And um, this particular book that I have was from a 1986 lecture that he gave. So it's basically just notes from a lecture. Uh, but there's a lot of tremendous insight. And if you don't know about Jeffrey Green, um, he, was, he uh, along with Stephen Forrest, is kind of like the father of what is now called evolutionary astrology that has particular tenets um, ascribed to it. And he had a lot, like a lot of the insight that he had to towards or for some of our transpersonal planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto were insights. They were, you could almost call them channeled work because they were so inspired that I don't really know how else they could have come from for him. So check him out. Seminal books on Pluto, seminal books on Uranus. Excuse me, I'm drinking tea. I shouldn't do that on this, but um, I need it right now. So ever since Monday, um, which was, I think, the fourth, um, my eyes got super irritated. I have just, my skin broke out. There was so much inflamed martial energy around my face. I have a tendency towards eczema. And sometimes when I'm stressed out, I get these weird hive-like outbursts, skin outbursts. And that's what happened to me this week. I mean, I was for days with like cool compresses on my eyes. I even had to take an Ambien, which thank God Ernesto had one, uh, just to sleep because it was just so inflamed. And, you know, I meditate daily. I do my mantras. I do my deity work and I do all this stuff. And I'm like, usually it works really well to keep me centered, but man, anyway. So if you've been feeling inflamed, you're not alone. So I want to talk about Uranus today. First, I want to say happy birthday to many of the people that have this birthday, but especially to David Bowie and Elvis Presley, who both share this birthday. And interestingly enough, they both have quite strong Aquarius uh, with and Sagittarius and, of course, their Capricorns. Lots of Capricorns 
Capricorn planets for both of them. But the Aquarius is what I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, an Aquarius has two rulers. Uh, Aquarius has the traditional ruler uh, uh, of Saturn and the modern ruler of Uranus. But today we're going to talk about the Uranian aspect of Saturn. But I want to talk about Saturn and Uranus because in this book that I want to quote from was written when Saturn and Uranus were conjunct. So um, it's really interesting to read them now that they're square, now that they're finally years, you know, 30 odd years later, 34 years later, are in a square aspect. So again, I'm going to be quoting, but I want to just because this is a podcast about sharing and learning about astrology, I want to talk a little bit about Uranus. Now, Uranus in Greek mythology was the supreme sky god, okay? He was the, uh, you know, the, the father of, you know, Saturn, um, Jupiter. And with Uranus, you know, there is an energy of, I guess, kind of chaos, disequilibrium, anarchy, um, Uranus is about the energy kind of coming from Uranus, you know, the sky god. And it is about breaking free. If Saturn in astrology is about consensual reality and the idea of parameters of awareness, Uranus takes us outside of that. And the idea is for growth. So where you find Uranus in, you know, by aspect in the world, in mundane astrology or in your own chart is where you need to break free. And that includes, to a certain extent, Aquarius. It's interesting that within the glyph for Uranus, there's an upside down Venus. So it's like the idea of turning the principles of Venus, relatedness, etc., on its head. Because sometimes where we find Uranus and Aquarius, we feel alienated. We don't feel connected. We feel disconnected. Um, we don't always feel that we belong and we need to shatter that. But Uranus also brings awakenings. Um, Uranus brings a paradigm shift. So in our astrology, if Saturn represents the structures that we have in our life, Uranus represents individuation, liberation, freedom, and deconditioning. The idea of conditioning or Saturn comes from kind of like our general makeup, even our programming. Sometimes that includes the ideas and beliefs that we have. Uranus comes around and shatters it. It deconditions us. So the idea of the conditioning patterns of society, family, expectations, all of these very Saturnian. If we only believed what we already know for our entire life, there is no growth. And Uranus then becomes the antithetical archetype that opposite, the antithetical, the opposite of Saturn. 
It means that Uranus is forever trying to shatter or revolutionize, liberate, or break free the conditioning patterns. Uranus transits always provide for this opportunity. In the natal chart, planets that Uranus is aspecting at birth and the house it's in provide the same opportunity for your entire life. So look towards your own astrology to see where Uranus is by sign, by house. And this is the opportunity for you to break free. But of course, most of us often resist the Uranian deconditioning impulse. To quote Jeffrey Wolf Green, you have to keep in mind here that Saturn correlates to the parameters of what you call your consciousness, you know, your awareness, or what you're actually aware of. The Saturnian boundary provides a structural definition of what you are at any given moment in time. From a deeper point of view, your sense of individual social consciousness is determined by the norms, the values, beliefs, customs, rules, and laws of the culture you're born into. And your entire sense of security is based on believing or taking in the societal conditioning imprints. So the Uranian impulse is resisted by most because it would correspond or respond to it would create insecurity. Essentially, most people come into life with an intrinsic sense of purpose. Um, this purpose essentially allows us to move through our life and to define what we want to be our social function, etc. The primary difference in measuring Uranus and Saturn is Saturn is conformity and Uranus is detaching from conformity. Now, Jeffrey Wolf Green also makes a really interesting um, connection to the Saturnian phenomena of depression and how it can give us sometimes or it promotes the awareness of what we need to structurally change in order to grow. And this kind of corresponds also to the Saturnian descent into a kind of negativity or darkness. It is an essential part of us refreshing and renewing our own conscious awareness and that of our societal structures. There are certain things, including negativity, depression, slash reflection, which promote the awareness of what we need to structurally change in order to grow. So we're, you know, we're, we're talking about you know, Saturn being kind of more of an action-oriented archetype. Um, and this action, whatever, even if it is an internal action of like depression or negativity, is what is needed to initiate action. And that action leads to growth based on what needs to be changed. And the awareness of what needs to be changed occurs through the negative action of depression reflection. So anyway, the point here is that having you know, these difficult moments in time, whether it is both personal and collective, you know, are essential parts of us making the change. And the Saturn Uranus square, we're going to go back and forth between um, the reflection of what we believe in and what we want to preserve and what we know we need to change and liberate. 
And so this is a really um, important piece. And also like wherever Uranus is, is where this deconditioning process can be worked out. Now, currently Uranus is in Taurus and Taurus has rulership over the value systems of life. And that includes the resources that we have and the things that we hold most important, um, you know, even like our land and the food, but more than that too, like our values, what we truly value. And Uranus made its way to Taurus in 2018 and then retrograded and went back finally in March of last, it's not last year, March of 2019. And now um, Uranus in Taurus is square the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction. And Saturn and Jupiter, Saturn is the structure of our society, right? And our general conditioning. And Jupiter represents a larger idea of um what we believe in. There's a belief system oriented with um, with Jupiter and it represents the expansion of our beliefs and our spiritual beliefs as well. It's an optimistic um, and expanding energy. And that combined with Uranus, the great liberator in our value system and the idea also that Saturn and Jupiter are an Aquarius co-ruled by Saturn and Uranus, represents a revolution of ideas and ideals based on the need to go beyond the conditioning process. So this is all very much in keeping with the, the mission of 2021. If 2020 was about endings, was about deprivation, um, was about the finality of things, then 2021 is about breaking free or breaking outside of the paradigm and creating discourse, uh, building the foundation of our ideals. There's a strong Aquarian element to this, and that is the idea that you know, all beings are equal. The idea of equality and egalitarianism, um, freedom from oppression. These are all really strong themes for 2021 and quite strong themes with Uranus. So through that, there's also this element of alienation that can come when we turn the idea of breaking free from, again, a crowd, uh, an idea, a group, um, what that does to us. And it kind of ties in with the idea of individuation as described by Carl Jung, which is the, uh, the process of becoming more whole or becoming the truth of who you are. And in order for you to do that, you need to have these experiences of getting to know yourself throughout your life, the hero's journey, coming up against obstacles, overcoming them, and pulling away the deconditioning that you basically have been fed or, you know, plugged into. This is the necessary process that uh, I think that we're going through as a human race, as the human race right now. Sometimes Uranus awakenings can be rude. They can also be breakthroughs. But of course, that involves something breaking. Uranus is such a profound um, 
force right now in our world. It is he has stepped up. And I use the word he and she just so you know interrelatedly, almost similar to the yin yang. Because the planets also have that correspondence to each other, with yin being receptive and yang being um, assertive. But, you know, Uranus is very much about that sort of break three, that that, uh, wider force of breaking through the glass ceiling, you know, very quickly. So, you know, this is a big part of what we're dealing with right now. And we're going to have to go back and forth between what we know and freedom from what we have known. Because Uranus correlates to all of the things that, you know, other lives of some, you know, idea, whether it's the past or the future, it, it's all the information that is kind of like in the future. So the idea here is that as we go through these Saturn and Uranus squares throughout 2021, and I talked about them in my last podcast, there's several things that we can do. And this is suggested by Jeffrey Wolf Green. Number one, we can suppress it. And there will be at least probably a third of the people that will want to do that. They will want to suppress the, the change. And the other thing we can do is totally go for it throw everything off. And for those Uranian people, the people with strong Aquarius or Aquarius ascendant or whatever, these people want to be iconoclasts. They naturally feel that they are. So they will go for it. But there's another third of us that will act on bits of it. And that will probably be the most common reaction is that slowly we will integrate change into the you know, from the hand grenade that is Uranus into our Saturnian society. So, you know, through the sort of change of the totality of all the thought vibrations on our planet, which can be, you know, defined as our collective consciousness, we grow. And um, we have this opportunity right now to sort of how to break free. And that is what we are going to do this year. And it's important that if you are listening to this and you're learning astrology for you to identify that as an an archetype in our society that is greatly at play this year. And look at it also in your own astrology. Where are you an iconoclast? Where do you think differently, act differently, or need more freedom or need to break free? And if you were born in and around, you know, the late 80s, you have Saturn and Uranus close together in your chart. So you've had to sort of share the playing field with both these two planets. You have had to have this teeter-totter push-pull, even though they're, they're together, they actually sit together and they combine. So throughout your life, you're combining the need to break free with the need to build security and structures, Um, the need for a strong uh, awareness, a strong mind, and also the need to break free from that. So this is your time. And um, this is important that you try and integrate with yourself um, the idea of freedom within structure. So we all have a need 
to be socially secure, okay? But we also always have a need to grow. And there is always going to be the idea of, you know, collective growth. And, you know, again, as I mentioned, you know, probably a third of us is going to just want change at all costs. You know, a third of us is going to want no change at all costs. But there's another third that are fairly like going with the flowness. Um, and so we're going to find that really, really strong, I think, in the in the next year. The idea that we have, um, we have to integrate growth no matter what. We have to see that um, we, there's an opportunity to redefine the social structure. Um, so I, I think that the idea too of like the uprooting of certain types of, of structure is going to happen in 2021 and I think it has going to have a lot to do with the United States but obviously it's around the world we have all different types of people that really need to break free it's like and this is like a quote from a Dana Dana Gerhardt when you're hit by Uranus something unexpected happens um but in your despair you reach out and just like a lightning bolt it comes your perspective shifts and you get a sudden revelation. So Uranus charges us and changes us. It jolts us off one road and drops us into the other. You know, and when we have strong Uranus at play, we have to expect some alienation and sometimes even trauma. But, uh, you know, Uranus inspires our genius and we can create and liberate we can use this energy to break free from the things that, the really big things that have sort of put us in a box, which is very Saturnian. Um, and we'll be able to see, you know, through this kind of revolution and liberation, the freedom that we have, you know, both personally and I think collectively. Uh, and it, it is really about keeping our mind open you know, there is, there, you know, people that want to keep things, I guess, the same or that are worried about, you know, the growth of what they consider to be, um, I don't know, like iconoclast uh, value systems that are, you know, impeding their, their own, which might be traditional. Uh, say, for instance, like traditional religious groups feeling like, you know, the new world order is going to somehow suppress them. I think that they will find over the course of the next year that they are not going to get suppressed. It's just that it's just that other people's views need to be valued too, not just theirs. I think that Uranus is going to show, going to push very fast, kind of similar to the what COVID-19 has done for the vaccine is going to push uh, the world to grow. And um, this is going to be such a time of massive, tremendous growth that we haven't uh, experienced in a very long time um, because Uranus will rebel against the restriction and confinement of Saturn. Uh, and this will accelerate the process of us learning and growing. So whether it is, 
you know, reform for the for political systems, um, reform for uh, societal systems, um, massive new developments in technology uh, that deal with the future. Uh, I think that there's a lot to be hopeful for. I think that even though this is a time of crisis, and it really is, and for some of us, aloneness, um, it's really, really important that we focus on the breakthroughs that can happen. When we try and connect with the, the true archetypal energy, the force of Uranus, which is just liberation. So whatever your personal liberty is, it is possible for you. And the only way that you will find it, it's through the archetype of repression, the, the Saturn. So go forth into your own, you know, Uranus energy over the course of the next year where we have Saturn and Uranus. And by the way, only in 2021 is it going to be exact, these Saturn-Uranus squares. But understand that the impulse to decondition and to liberate to help you think for yourself. And you know, like think about, and I want to mention Neptune and Pisces shaking up the delusional collective idea of like what is real and what isn't, you know, shaking its shimmery, you know, falsehood and fake news energy onto also our collective. But what has this done, all of this fake news stuff other than confuse us? It's gotten us to really think for ourselves to try and discern what is true and what isn't true in a very factual way. So first we got, you know, the magic of the internet and the news being in everywhere and anyone being able to speak their truth and create a YouTube channel that says it's news, that's telling you the truth. And now we're going to get the ability for people to discern whether or not this is uh, factual in terms of say, a grounded observational scientific method, or whether it is theoretical, okay? And then also I want to tie in, and I've said this many times before, with the eclipses in Gemini Sagittarius, the idea of Gemini being thinking and data, and Sagittarius being knowing and hypothesis. So there's a lot of you know, Sagittarian energy of people that think that they know, think that they know, and a lot of Gemini people that don't know anything because they think so much. So the idea here is to balance that out, all right? And the best way to do it is to use the energy of discernment. Most people, and I love this, one of my teachers, my magic teachers, Jason Miller said, 99% of people uh, everything that they experience is half projection and half perception. Think about that. Projection, perception. How much of what you experience is what you think you're going to experience, what your belief system is, and how much is true perception of it? Learning to discern between the two is essential. That's why I love when I talk to my clients to use Byron Katie's 
the four questions and the work. You can find it on thework.com because if you ever don't know, if you've got a judgment that hurts you or some idea that does, this is a wonderful way for you to very factually and kind of like matter of fact kind of put down beliefs and take them apart. How do you know this is true? You know, uh, what would you be without that thought? And these are specifically for things that are causing any kind of, you know, hurt or issue in your life. But not everything that you experience or take in is true. And I don't know if there is absolute truths or not, but I think there are some. One of them is the energy of love. One of them is the energy of peace, the force of peace. Uh, there are certainly, I mean, even, even some of the laws of the earth, the scientific laws of the earth may not necessarily be, and we know that they're not essentially true all the time. But there are some truths and learning to think for yourself is part of what this Uranus-Saturn square will be. The need for us to develop our own mind, our own views and opinions, but also ones that reflect certain kind of universal truths. And the big issue here right now is that there are so many opinions being bandied about as truths. And... Um, I think that some of this uh, Saturn-Uranus fallout will allow us to establish some new foundational truths about our society. And because we need it sometimes. There are certain things that we need to do in order to, you know, progress and grow. It reminds me of um, that book, Things Fall Apart. I don't know if you've ever read that. It was a Oh God, I can't remember the author. He, um, an African, I read it a long time ago when I was, um, in my, my first humanities class in college. It's important for things to get turned upside down in order for us to see the holistic view of the truth. So I just kind of wanted to, I guess, you know, using divine intelligence, um, to whisper into your ears, freeing ourselves in, hum in humanity from our ruts, you know? So, you know, just understand that this is a tremendously powerful and potent time, I think, that we can all learn a lot from. So uh, understand this force, you know, and help it for your own insight help to channel it for your own knowledge and to break free from the things that you need to so focusing your energy creating a vision board for 2021 creating uh, a new year where you are focusing on the positive and you are doing something every day to liberate yourself from the things that bind you that is the focus of this year and that includes you know dealing with some hard things um, but remember, change, change. It's not a bad word. Thanks for listening and um, sending you insight, awakenings, and liberation from all that is holding you back. Bye.